What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th? I didn't even realize that. The same month as Halloween? Whoa, that's crazy. My name is Kent Peterson. I'm the host of this show. On Fridays, I am joined by Bet Big Brad and B1G Wilson to talk about everything related to football, gambling, and the Big Ten. Big Brad, how you doing, brother? I'm doing amazing, man. How are you? I could not possibly even come close to being better. Wilson, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Got the crown on top of my head. Doing great. Doing great. Got the crown on top of his head. It's more at like the corner of the screen for you, but it is above your head, though. Congratulations. <laughs> great week you had. We'll get to that in just a second. But as always, at this time, I have to remind everybody that this is not a professional gambling or financial advice show whatsoever. This is just here strictly for entertainment purposes. And we hope to entertain you right now as we discuss what's going on on Twitter. Brad, we only had two comments today. Would you like the first or the second comment? I'll take both. Really? Okay. Uh, the first one was from... Oh, we got another comment since I uh, started recording. So we got three now. So I'll give the last one to Wilson. The first one was from Ginger with Sausage Fingers, says, UM blowing the doors off IU. They want all the style points. Your thoughts? I guess so, yeah. If they're continuing from last week, I would say yes. I bet PJ Fleck thinks that they're going to win by a lot of points because he's their biggest fan. PJ is a huge Wolverines <laughs> fan now, if you guys saw that on social media. Um, we'll go right back to Brad here because it's one of his favorites. It's Jackson train emoji, American flag emoji. Do you remember the last emoji? Crocodile. Crocodile emoji. Um, Jackson says Ohio State 45, Purdue 3. I have no confidence in my team. Mm. I hope that doesn't happen, but I definitely got a blowout in that game. Yeah, I like I it to be a little be a bit blowout too. Wilson, we'll come to you for this last comment. It's the long one. I know you like the long comments. Ain't going to lie. This is from Rodney Eisminger. Ain't going to lie. I'm not really a fan of any of these. The one that I am most confident about would be OSU minus 19 and a half. And I'm a little queasy on that one. Iowa plus 10 is good. I'm not sure IU stays within 40 of Michigan. Well, they should like that line then. Uh, Rutgers could slaughter MSU and the Terps should hurt Illinois. I just liked I just liked his comment uh, live here on the show. Uh, Wilson, what do you nice. think about uh, his thoughts there from Rodney? I agree with him that I don't like the lines this week, but he lost me on a couple of those uh, talking points and the logic he used. So we'll see. We'll Which see how specifically did he lose you on? Lacking logic. Uh, the Rutgers one. Also, the Wisconsin-Iowa being uh, easy. Those two. I, I was with them on the Ohio State one, but that's about it. Yeah. I think everyone's liking that line, especially after what they saw Ohio State do to uh, my Maryland Terps last week. Um, mm -hmm. Speaking of last week, though, of course, we have to discuss the standings. Brad, still in first place after an even week. He went 5-5, five and five, but that brings him to 58-48 and 48 overall. Still 10 games above 500 um, after the even week. 
Wilson slides into second place. Seven and three is what got him the crown last week. Excellent, excellent week from Wilson. 55 and 51 overall. Just a few games back from Brad. And for the first time this year, we have someone. It's yours truly, yours truly, easy to say. Uh, three and seven last week. Not a great showing. 51 and 55 overall. I slide below 500, and that was the thing I was talking about for the first time this year. Brad, how's it feel to still be in first place after just an even week? It feels okay. <clears throat> I was even, contrary to social media posts put out by this podcast. But uh, <laughs> it feels good. I don't, I'm... If Wilson has another big week, though, he's uh, he's pulling on my my skirt tails. True, true, true. Wilson, uh, seven and three last week. I think that was either tied with or your best week so far um, this year. How did that feel to just get the crown back, um, keep it away from me once again, and then take it back away from Brad? Honestly, it was a lot of luck. You know, I didn't even realize I took all unders until you said something after the show. I hit on, what, four out of five? So, you know, clock's right twice a day, I guess. Yeah, the, the thing that sucked for me was um, I got <laughs> – you said it was four That's out of five. On the under, what's that? He said a clock is right twice a day. A clock is right all the time. A dead clock is right twice a day. I didn't, I'm sorry. I just well, had to get that. I'd like to push back on both of you guys. If a clock is set with batteries and it's not set at the correct time, it's actually never right. That's fine. So lots of ways you could look at that. But one way I was looking at things, though, was I got I was 0 for 5 on the over-unders. I took all overs except for the Michigan game, which was the final game of the weekend. And that's the only one that went over. And I chose under for that one. So 0 for 5 on the over-unders was a rough, rough way to go. I was pretty pissed off about that. I'm not going to lie. Um, I wanted to do a quick mid-season update on the first episode that we did together which was the season win totals over unders because not only have some of them already been clinched but we're getting really close to some other ones being in danger or winning depending on what side of the token you're on so really quickly though i'll go to brad for this first part rutgers i actually didn't even notice this but two weeks ago they clinched their over under um it was set at three and a half and with that win against wagner um, they are over. All three of us picked under for Rutgers. How does that make you feel? It was a toss-up. It was between them and Indiana being one of the worst teams, and Indiana definitely takes the cake. So congratulations, Rutgers. Good job. Okay. And then, Wilson, um, Northwestern, they hit theirs last week with their win over Howard. Their over-under was set at 2.5, and, and they have three wins now. Um, me and Brad both had over on that, and you had under. So... That is a loss for you and a win for both of us. That sucks. <laughs> it does suck. It sucks for you. Hey, you know, props to them. I didn't realize they'd uh, bounce back after that uh, off-season controversy. So congrats to them. I was wondering, too, uh, just I'll ask you specifically, Wilson, do you think that uh, throughout the season I should be updating our overall wins as those are hitting, or should I just wait until the entire season is over? Uh, you should do as hitting. Okay. Brad, do you agree with that? That's fine. 
Okay. I'll start doing that next week then. So we'll each have another win. Um, but also I wanted to look at this though. I thought this was really interesting. Um, once again, I'll go back to Brad for the first one on this. Indiana, they are the next closest to hitting either their over or their under. They're two two wins away from their over, which was three and a half. And they're at they have two wins right now. So they need two more wins. The rest of their schedule is Rutgers, Illinois, MSU. Purdue, and I think there's one other team I forgot to list on here. I, I don't know why I didn't list them all. Um, oh, I know why I didn't list them all, because I listed just the games I thought they could win. That's why. Rutgers, Illinois, Michigan State, and Purdue. And like I said, two wins away from their over, which is something that both Wilson and I both took, and you did not. Are you nervous now? Uh, no. Although all those teams you did mention, they're – not great, and they for sure could blow one to Indiana, but I think Indiana's the worst team in the Big Ten this year. Okay. I, I think they could still be uh, a couple of those teams, so I'm I'm pretty confident about that over still, but it's not like – it's interesting to look at at this point in the year because, like I said, just two wins away from hitting that over. Uh, Wilson, this one's for you, though. It's Illinois. They're at two and four right now overall. Their over-under was six and a half, meaning – that they have to win five of their last six games to hit their over. Um, remaining schedule is Maryland, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Indiana, Iowa, and Northwestern. Um, I am the only one that has their under, and I'm feeling really confident about picking up a point on you guys at this moment in time. You should. Uh, it's not a done deal yet, but I can see them uh, winning maybe three of those. That, that, that's, that would still be significantly <laughs> under, though. Or, I guess, two but games under. The other would be a close game. It's not like they're playing, like, Penn State or Ohio State. Yeah, but – yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I but mean, this weekend, it's – they have to win, like I said, five out of their last six to hit the over. They're going to lose to Maryland this weekend. And then you have to win the rest of your games. It's Wisconsin, Minnesota, Indiana, Iowa, and Northwestern. I don't even think – I don't know if they can beat Northwestern. At this point, it's possible. I mean, their loss last week hurt big time, but yeah, it's not like that's a daunting schedule. Yeah. All right. This is the last update I wanted to get to. It's the one that I was most excited about because I dogged on them so much during the offseason. Brad, Minnesota three and three right now. They also need to win five of their last six games to hit their over, which was seven and a half. We all took the under. We should all feel pretty good about this considering. They, like I said, five of their last six they have to win. They have Iowa, Michigan State, Illinois, Purdue, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. Um, any chance they hit their over at this point? No, nah, that's locks. <laughs> that's locks, baby. <laughs> that's a lock. That's a lock. I felt really confident about that at the beginning of the year, so I'm I'm ex- I'm really happy that that's happening right now. I'm pretty happy about that. So, um, any other thoughts about the midseason report from you guys, or should we get into these games this weekend? Shall we? Let's roll. Let's Easy roll. Game. All right. First one we have up is Indiana at Michigan. It's at noon. It's on Fox. The over-under is 45 and a half. Michigan is favored by 33 and a half. We'll go to Wilson first for this one. Wilson, what's going to happen at the big house this weekend? This was actually the hardest line for me to pick this week. Uh, I just feel like 33 and a half point favorites and a 45 and a half over under is a little weird to me. Um, I went with Indiana to cover in the over. 
Um, just really a coin flip. No other analysis other than that. It was a hard line for me to pick. Yeah, it's it's just it's a lot of points, so it it yeah. makes it a little bit difficult with that. Um, Brad, what what were you thinking on this? Yeah, it is a lot of points. I had I, I paused on it for a little bit, but if Michigan keeps playing like they have been, I think they're out of their whatever they were doing at the beginning of the season, not blowing people out. But if you look at it last week against their biggest fan, PJ Fleck and the Gophers. Um, by the way, if if especially since I'm a Michigan State fan, but even if I was a Minnesota fan, I would not have liked how he gushed over Michigan in his press conference. There's some things you can say, like a team did really well. He went on way too much, in my opinion. Anyway, I don't know how you guys feel about that. No comments? Um, I don't know. I don't think I hate – I didn't hate it, but I was – I think if I was a Minnesota fan, like you're saying, I would have been like, dude, get off their dick, please. Like, that's enough. They already kicked our ass, like – you don't have to slob on their knob like corn on the cob, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I looked at that game and I'm like, well, Minnesota's better than Minnesota. Minnesota is not better than Minnesota. They're the exact same. <laughs> Minnesota's better than Indiana. And they're playing Indiana, which I have said, I'm sorry, I think they're the worst team in the Big Ten. I think it could be worse. I'm taking Michigan to cover big and I'm going to take the over. I think they can score 50 again by themselves. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on this. And I don't think it's just comparing um, Minnesota to Indiana or Minnesota to Minnesota, if you wanted to do All that. Right. But I think it's more of the um, away versus home now. They're back at home. It is still a tough line for me. 33 and a half is a lot. But it really just comes down to how much does Michigan want to win by. And if they want to win, if they want to cover, they will. If they decide to, you know, pull starters and uh, kill clock the whole game, then they won't. So it's just really up to them. To me, the game is not in question, though. Obviously, Michigan's going to win by a lot. But 33 and a half is a lot. I'm taking Michigan, though. I'm going with Brad on this. I'm also going to take the over. And I guess I'm just kind of uh, maybe a little recency biased on the last game last week at Minnesota. But I think Michigan, like Brad said, could do that all on their own if they would like to. They could score 50 again. Uh, game two, we are uh, going to Rutgers, Michigan State. The Spartans are traveling there, still looking for their first win since Mel Tucker was let go. They are catching four and a half points. The over-under is 39 and a half. Brad, we'll go to you first for this one. What do you like in this game? I don't care what has happened. It's I'm not going to. Are you okay? Are you okay about this game? (laughs) (laughs) No, because I think we're going to, I think Michigan State is going to lose, but I'm still, I'm still going to take Michigan State. Michigan State and points at Rutgers. There's not a time in my life that I, I can't take that. You know, I don't know. I think if there was a time, it would be this time. This would no. be the time. No. We had two weeks to prepare for Rutgers. We got a new quarterback starting. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Michigan State is going to win outright. So I'll take those points. And I'm going over. I think it's going to be 24 to 20. Okay. Uh, Wilson, what do you think? 
I also like Michigan State winning outright, but I'll take four and a half. Uh, I got the under, though. I just think Rutgers isn't going to be able to score. I don't think they score more than one touchdown on offense this game. Are you serious? Based on what? Just a feeling, man. Like the American music classic by the Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling. I'd like to make a side bet with you just for any amount of money that you'd like, but that Rutgers will score at least two touchdowns. No, I don't gamble. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's a hilarious comment to say at an all-gambling show. Um, I'm obviously, uh, based on my reactions to both of your guys' picks, I'm taking Rutgers. I think they cover. Um, I'm also taking the over. I don't have a real feeling for why I'm taking the over other than that it's under 40 points. And uh, I don't think that Rutgers is overly outmatching Michigan State. I do think that they're going to cover. I think they're going to win and cover. But uh, I think it'll be close enough uh, matchup-wise that it could go back and forth a couple of times with some touchdowns. So I like the over. I like Rutgers. Um, I don't like It's funny, Brad, you made some of the points I was going to make about why Rutgers is going to cover. And one of them is the new quarterback for Michigan State. It's a rough environment to go in. Rutgers is still ranked fourth defensively in the Big Ten. So um, I just don't like that for a brand-new quarterback, a team that's really struggling, and uh, I like Rutgers. I actually like this a lot. It's not my zip tie of the week, but I do like this a lot. I like Rutgers four and a half. All right, uh, next game. No, no, we're not going to let that go. There's going to be like 5,000 people max at this game. You really just said Rutgers. Hostile environment, my ass. I didn't say Uh, hostile environment. What did you say, tough environment? I said it's a tough. It's tough to go on the road and play the fourth-ranked defense in the Big Ten. Said, I didn't say anything about the crowd. Matter of fact, Rutgers fans, let's rally around this. Let's no. get some ticket sales going. No. Use my promo code Casual Big Ten on all the ticket apps. <laughs> let's get some people in the seats for this game. I might go to this game now, man. You starting to piss me off a little bit. I might make it a ruckus environment just by myself. I didn't say anything about the crowd. You're wrong, I just said that it like, was the fourth you're wrong just like last week, Maryland bet. All right. You're wrong, man. Take it. Mm. He's okay. opening up old source. Yeah. I was wrong about that. I've already admitted it way that. too many times. We're not talking about that Big shit time. anymore. All right. Um next game, Purdue at Ohio State. Ohio State is uh, like we talked about on the Twitter stuff. Ohio State favored by 19 and a half. Uh, the over-under is 50 and a half for this game. Uh, we're going to Wilson first for this one. Wilson, how do you see this playing out? Uh, I think this is the easiest line of this weekend. Uh, I have Ohio State covering and the over 50 and a half. Uh, I think this is going to be a huge ass-whooping that will only be seen by like the 100 people that sub a Peacock subscription. Brad, noon game, it is on the cock. Um, not a lot of people watching the cock, as Wilson just said. Maybe fewer than 100 people watching this game, he thinks. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with the Buckeyes and the Boilermakers? Both these teams let me down last week, so I'm not letting it happen again. Ohio State has the same line, 19 and a half, which I thought Maryland was going to cover, uh, and Purdue – Went up to Iowa and shit bricks. I'm not happy. I got Ohio State blowing them out. I don't think they're going to – I think Ohio State has something to prove on defense. I don't think they're going to let Purdue score that much. I'm taking the under. Purdue, 42-3. to three. 
I'm right with I you mean, on this. Ohio State, 42 to 3. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on this, though. Uh, Ohio State and the under. Um, I don't think Purdue's going to score a lot. I was more confident about their offense last week. And as you said, couldn't really get it done against Iowa. I don't see why they would be able to get it done against Ohio State. The only thing that is kind of in the back of my mind in this game is the last time Ohio State came to Purdue, they actually lost the game. So um, I will say there are new players, though, since that's happened. And a new coach for, I think, both teams, actually, because it was in 2018. How long has Ryan Day been there? Has he been there since 18? Anyone know? It's close, right? I have no idea. Close. Anyways, um, that's in the back of my mind, but I just don't see that happening again this weekend. Uh, rolling with Brad on this one. Nothing else to really talk about. I feel Also, I did say um, on my Wednesday show, I'm starting to turn the corner on Ohio State. I have a lot more confidence in them. After seeing what they did to Maryland last week. And speaking of Maryland, they are favored in this next game by 13 and a half points at home against Illinois. Um, I'm really low on Illinois. The over under is 50 and a half. I'll go first on this one. Um, but you're going to hear a lot of the same from everyone, I think, on this one. I think, I mean, if everyone's seeing this line the same way I am, uh, I'll take Maryland. I would probably have taken Maryland minus. 20 in this game i think i think i i think they're gonna win by three touchdowns um and i'm gonna take the under because i think that maryland's the only one that's going to be doing any scoring in this game wilson do you think i'm right about this 100 agree uh, i'm taking maryland and the under uh illinois is 0 and 6 on the season against the spread and two and four on the overs uh maryland's three and three against the spread as well as the overs um so i'm gonna take maryland and the under Nice. Come in with the stats. Brad, you got any more stats to add to where this? You, where are you getting this shit from? Like, sound professional. <clears throat> I don't have any stats to add. No, you guys finally got it right this time. Maryland bounces back. Illinois, I'm very low on as well, like you said. And uh, 50 and a half. Illinois is not going to help that total at all. So, Maryland and under, baby. Yeah, um, I do want to point out, Brad, the um, over-unders records and the against-the-spread records are at the bottom of the cheat sheet. Uh-oh. If you just scroll just a little bit. I'm aware. No, I don't know if you were. Just, I don't think. I was trying to play it up for him. I was trying to play it up. You. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Anyways, uh, next game. Uh, the biggest spread of the weekend, it's Penn State. They are favored by – this is almost laughable. It is laughable. I'm laughing. 41 and a half at home against UMass, who is one in six. They've already played seven games. Um, over under is 54 and a half. Brad, what do you like in this game and why? Penn State could win by 100 if they wanted to. I just, it's so many points. Uh, and we know that they're not just going to throw it deep. <laughs> no, they're not doing that. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take UMass with the points, and I'm going to go under. I think it's going to be like 42 to 0, and Penn State just won't care after that. Did you think? I thought that he was being a little harsh on the reporter. I didn't think that question was like so far out of line. Like he was, and I like James Franklin too, but like he took it a little overboard, don't you think? It was funny though. But yeah, it was was probably a little much. Uh, Wilson, (laughs) did you see that clip, and what do you think is going to happen in this game? I did see that clip. Um, I didn't think it was too – it was just a weird thing to get hung up on. Should have just been like a 30-second clip. But uh, here's a question for you. Who wins, heads up, UMass or Indiana? 
Oh, Indiana for sure. For sure. UMass beat. <laughs> are, did you look at UMass's teams that they played against? Absolutely not. They beat Arkansas State in overtime, I think, and they're bad. I don't know how they won that game because if you look at the rest of them, they're really bad. I'm going to pull it up. Wilson, what do you think is going to happen, though? I was just curious because, you know, this is only eight-point difference in the Min- Michigan-Indiana spread, so I'm just curious. Um, I'm actually going to make a change. I'm going to go Penn State to cover the 41-and-a-half, um, but still do under. I almost did that, too. I just pulled up UMass schedule and it's all academic stuff. There's no football. Usually you like type in a team and like you just type in schedule and it immediately pulls up their schedule. You have to actually add football to this one. All right. Um, let's see here. Where are we at? Arkansas State. Oh my God. How far along was this? All right. They lost to Toledo. They lost to New Mexico, Miami of Ohio. Are they in the MAC? <laughs> Jesus. Eastern Michigan? They played all MAC teams. They played a MAC schedule. Uh, are they even D one in football? Yeah, I think they are. The only reason I think that they are is because um, there's a line for this game. Uh, there's the New Mexico State win. I'm sorry, that's who they beat was New Mexico State. Arkansas State whooped their ass at UMass, uh, fifty two to twenty eight. That's what I was thinking. Um, yeah, just not, 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 not good, not good at all. They haven't won in a long time. I'm going back to last year. They lose a lot. <laughs> Holy shit. When's the last time they won? I don't did they win a game last year? I might need to change this. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. Uh all right. So let me make that change for you. You're taking Penn State. Are you are you uh under under? I missed that part. Under. You're sticking with the under. Okay. I'm taking UMass in the under. Uh I'm I, I hate to keep agreeing with Brad, but he's saying everything that I'm thinking. It's just too many points. Penn State obviously could cover this if they want to. I just don't see a reason to. I don't think that they need to. I don't think that the starters... The only reason I think the starters are even playing in this game is because they're coming off a bye week. And they don't want them to have two weeks off, I don't think. So, um, other than that, they really don't need to play. They probably only play the first quarter otherwise. But, um, yeah, I I don't see UMass scoring in this game. So, I think that if Penn State scores 55 points then it'll go over but i just don't see them doing that there's no reason to there's no reason for them to cover although i have heard a lot this year about james franklin knowing the lines and always wanting to cover so that's kind of in the back of my head but i think that you know there's there's six and or what are they five and oh five and oh against the spread this year at some point that has to come on the other end and i think that this week is it all right final game of the weekend final game um I don't know why I said final game twice. It is my game of the week, though. 4 p.m. on Fox, Wisconsin at home against Iowa. The Badgers are favored by 10 points. The over-under lowest of the weekend, 34 and a half. Not a surprise in an Iowa game. Um, I said on Wednesday that I think that this is the Big Ten West semifinal game, if you want to call it that, or the Big Ten West championship game. I think whoever wins this game is going to Indianapolis at the end of the year. Um, based on the rest of their schedules and uh, having the tiebreaker against each other. Brad, what do you think is going to happen in this game up in Madison? This was tough. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I've got Wisconsin winning the game, but I think it's going to be by seven. Okay. So I'm going to take Iowa and the points. Uh, I just – I can't see Iowa going to Wisconsin and winning the way that they've been playing, which has not been 
amazing, even though they won last week against a, what we thought was a decent Rutgers team. We're going to find out this weekend that they're worse than Michigan State, which is really bad. Um, so I like Wisconsin winning. Iowa's defense, I think, has been playing really good. Um, I'm not sure what the situation is with Wisconsin's health. I know they've had a few running backs out. Uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin to win the game, but by seven. So I'm taking Iowa with the points, and I'm going under the 34 and a half. Yeah, Malusi's out for the year. He, like, broke his whole leg apart, I think. So he's done. Oh. So he's done. <clears throat> but uh, they still got Braylon Allen, though, so I think that they'll be all right. Uh, Wilson, what do you see happening in this game? Whoever wins this is going to win by four points. It's going to be 17 to 21 in the over. So I'm going to take Iowa to cover in the over. Okay. Um, I'm disagreeing with both of you in different ways. I'm taking, well, I'm disagreeing with both of you on the spread. Uh, I'm taking Wisconsin at home. I watched them, unfortunately, I watched them play Rutgers last week. It was one of the most, I think part of the problem was that game was on at the same time as the Maryland-Ohio State game, and it felt like I was watching two different sports. I just, it, one was really boring and one was really exciting. So, um, Wisconsin, I has got to be even more boring, I think, than Wisconsin-Rutgers. This is going to be not a fun watch, but... I do think that this is, I've said this multiple times now, this has got to be the week that Iowa's horrible offense finally results in them getting blown out by more than five points. It has to be. It's going to happen. They can't keep not scoring and stay in and win games, by the way. But even though they're getting outgained, out first downed, out everything in every game, they're still winning. It's not going to happen this week. I'm tired of it. Tired of it. I have nothing against Iowa, by the way. It's just the analytics just aren't lining up for me. So I'm taking Wisconsin to win by 16. And uh, so that means they're going to cover the 10. And I'm still going to take the under, though. So it's going to be 26 to 3. Wait, that doesn't make sense. They're going to win by 16. Win by 16. Okay. How does this work out? Okay. So they get 20. <laughs> 24, 24, 24 to eight. Or is it eight? <laughs> no, it's 20 to four. It's going to be 20 to four. <laughs> Iowa gets two safeties. 20 to four is my final score prediction on that game. It's going to be, it is going to, it actually like some of the worst games to watch are the most fun games to watch though sometimes. And that's always Iowa. Like that Iowa Michigan state game was awesome. I'm kind of bummed I missed the Iowa-Purdue game last week, but whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. That's the end of the show, though. That's all the games. That's the midseason wrap-up on the over-unders for the wins and everything. Brad, did you enjoy this episode? Rate this episode out of, out of 10. Not so much. It was like a four. Okay. Wilson, what do you think this episode was? Six and a half out of 10. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought it was a five. I thought we did all right. I thought we did all right. Um, as always, we'll be back on Monday. And by we, I mean me, to give you the weekend wrapped. Uh, back next Wednesday with a kickstart. And as always, on Fridays with Bet Big. We will see you guys this weekend. We will see you guys in the future. <laughs>